This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Sixteen Republican governors are calling for the Biden administration to remove the COVID-19 vaccine mandate on international travel. Currently, anyone flying into the U.S. who's not a citizen will have to show proof of vaccination. The 16 governors want that rule to be dissolved and for normal activity to return in keeping with what was done before COVID-19. Governor Ivey was one of the signatures on that letter to the Biden administration. A statement was released from Governor Ivey's office saying this request is common sense and that current international travel restrictions are hurting the American economy, which is officially in a recession. One state lawmaker in favor of school choice for parents in Alabama says that she is optimistic about this issue being addressed in the upcoming legislative session. State Representative Charlotte Meadows of Montgomery spoke with 1819's political editor Jeff Poor on FM Talk 106.5 out of Mobile. Meadows says if the Republican candidates who won their primary race this past May also win in November, then there will be more school choice proponents headed to Montgomery. Um, Susan DeBose, who's elected um, as a Republican nominee for district, I think it's 45 up here in Birmingham, um, and she's very excited about working with me on some school choice legislation, so I was really happy about that. I'm getting um, interested in meeting some for several of the other females that have been elected down in your part of the state, um, and I'm hearing good things about them and excited that they may be also interested in working on some school choice issues. You know, it's 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 a nonpartisan issue in my mind because everybody wants children to succeed. Um, and right now in Alabama, we do not have high expectations for our education system. And the more we can encourage parents to have those high expectations, the more parents will demand what's best for their child. And that may be the local public school that's down the street, or it may be, you know, another school that's around, you know, down in the next, you know, county. Who knows? We have to look at where can the students' needs be met best? And I'll give my own example. I had three children, and they were in Montgomery Public Schools, and they went to actually the magnet schools. But my daughter went to LAMP, which is one of the best magnet schools in the country. But it would not have been a good fit or even a successful fit for for my sons. So you you just can't say that any one school is going to be adequate or successful for every student out there. And if... School choice would really, and Arizona did this, they have open enrollment for all school systems in the state, and that really provides competition. Meadows herself is up against Democrat Philip Ensler for the State House District 74. A Bessemer man is sentenced to life in prison for running a multi-million dollar drug trafficking ring in that city. Rolando Williamson was a drug kingpin who went by the name Baldhead. He was convicted by a jury this past April. U.S. District Judge Anne-Marie Axon sentenced Williamson to not just life in prison, but an extra 120 months. The drug ring that Williamson operated distributed heroin, fentanyl, cocaine, meth, and marijuana. Another key co-conspirator, 33-year-old Hendarius Archie of Bessemer, was sentenced to 14 years in prison as well. A total of 18 people were arrested and indicted in 2019 as part of this trafficking ring. Three of them still have yet to be sentenced. This is all a result of a three-year investigation that was conducted by the Organized Crime Drug Enforcement Task Force. 
Gas prices in Alabama and the nation have now dropped to just under $4 a gallon for the first time in five months. The national average is at $3.99 per gallon. AAA and Gas Buddy both say that prices have dropped 15 cents in the past week and 68 cents in the last month. The Montgomery Zoo has a new two-toed sloth. Odysseus arrived to his new Alabama home from the state of Arkansas. He is a four-year-old sloth that is found normally in Central and South America and survives off of eating buds, plant shoots, fruits, and flowers. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, the U.S. Supreme Court will be hearing a case that could end the use of affirmative action in college admissions depending on how they rule. The case of Fair Admissions Incorporated versus Harvard College will be heard by the court this coming October 31st. This case is seeking for the Supreme Court to overturn a precedent case of Grutter versus Bollinger. The lawsuit claims that Harvard discriminated against Asian Americans by limiting how many of them would be accepted despite their credentials and qualifications that met or excelled the Harvard standard. The group that sued Harvard is appealing the ruling that came from the First Circuit Court of Appeals that sided with Harvard's admission program. In the lawsuit, they say the school has racially gerrymandered their freshman classes to achieve prescribed racial quotas rather than judge a college applicant as a unique individual, not as a representative of a racial or ethnic group. U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland delivers a short explanation about the FBI raid that was conducted this past Monday at Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago Resort. The search warrant was authorized by a federal court upon the required finding of probable cause. Garland also confirmed that he's the one who signed off on this raid and that the search warrant document will be unsealed. I personally approved the decision to seek a search warrant in this matter. The department filed the motion to make public the warrant and receipt in light of the former president's public confirmation of the search, the surrounding circumstances, and the substantial public interest in this matter. And the spokeswoman for Donald Trump, Liz Harrington, is now explaining why Donald Trump did not respond to any questions during a deposition that was held this past Wednesday with the New York Attorney General, Letitia James. That's involving a civil case that's being brought against Trump and his company. When Trump arrived at the AG's office, he made a public statement that he was being subjected to a political witch hunt. And for the safety of his family, friends and business, he was invoking the Fifth Amendment, which gives U.S. citizens the right to not speak. Harrington spoke on Newsmax about that decision. This is part of the Constitution for a very important reason, and it is to protect all people, most importantly, the innocent, because we've seen what they've done. They use, they twist the law, they twist your words They twist anything they can to try to have a misleading impression of what's what's true. And they cannot do it any longer. They're not going to get away with it any longer. And President Trump, he is a man of courage. He's going to continue fighting and he's going to do the wise thing, the prudent thing and continue this fight because it is far from over. Polling companies have already responded to this unprecedented event in U.S. history when it comes to the raid of Trump's resort. The Trafalgar Group, in conjunction with the Convention of States Action, conducted a poll in which the results show that over 70 percent of Americans say the actions by the FBI has only motivated them even more to take part in the 2022 midterm elections. That breakdown by political party shows that 83 percent of Republicans are motivated to vote in 2022 
55% of Democrats and 71% of independents say the same. When it comes to political motivations behind the raid, 76% of, of Republicans believe it's Trump's political enemies who were behind the effort. 54% of independents and 11% of Democrats say the same. When it comes to polls, there's another one out there that has to do with the Democrat side and their efforts on the January 6th select committee regarding the Capitol Hill breach. The Monmouth University poll shows that the televised hearings that have been conducted in the past few months, as well as the overall investigation conducted by House members, has not made any measurable impact on the American public with 90% of those polled not changing their position. The hearing may actually be benefiting Donald Trump because the poll shows that from June to August, those who believe Trump was directly responsible for the Capitol riots has actually dropped in number from 42% to 38%, and those who maintain that Trump did nothing wrong has gone up from 30% to 32%. In Alaska, the North American Aerospace Defense Command, NORAD, says that Russian surveillance aircraft flew into the U.S. monitor areas Twice this week, NORAD says they detected, tracked, and identified the Russian military aircraft as they flew into the Alaskan Air Defense Identification Zone, which is different from the American or Canadian sovereign airspace. The last time that this is done by Russia was in October of 2021. And this just in from the Episcopal Church denomination, a resolution was passed to support sex change therapy and surgeries for all ages as a matter of religious liberty. This resolution was passed in the Episcopal Church's 80th General Convention this week and calls for this denomination to advocate for access to gender-affirming care for all ages, whether it be social, medical, or otherwise, and to also stand in opposition to any law that might prohibit the practice by adults or children. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure and check out 1819 News podcast with host Brian Dawson as he talks to 1819 News reporter Craig Monger about the story out of Tallapoosa County where an illegal alien committed a heinous crime while he worked here illegally in the U.S. And so talk to us about how you found out that he was he was a previously deported illegal immigrant. So, you know, how come we don't know this isn't just, you know, Jose that's here legally and he just likes killing people and chopping them up? Like how how did you kind of get on that trail and then how did you get the sheriff to finally at the original press conference i was the only one that asked that question i don't know if i was the only one that wondered or if it just didn't occur to anyone else but anytime there's a crime committed by anyone that i'm covering i immediately um use various softwares and and find their criminal history and um he didn't have any criminal history in the state which is you know sort of you know no tickets i can see tickets i can see you know parking tickets whatever he didn't have anything the only charge that he had was the kidnapping charge that they had put on him that morning and when i looked through the information and his um his arrest information when they process him into the jail there was no alabama identification number given there was no driver's license um given and there was a gen- there's a there's a last four of a social that they'll use that's generic whenever they don't have a social for the person like a hollywood 555 five, five phone number <laughs> yeah, something like that. And that combined with the fact that um, that he had a Hispanic name, it just it just uh, again sent my antennas off. Was, and I asked the question: Was the Department of Homeland Security there? I mean, we're talking marshals, we're talking Homeland Security. Um, was any of that kind of factored into your assumption? 
Yes, yeah. The fact that when I got there, when they opened the when they opened the press conference, I always give kudos to everyone there, and they thank the FBI, the DHR, um, SBI, the marshals, and then they said the Department of Homeland Security, and so that sort of confirmed it for me because I when I asked him at the original press conference, he said, he said, oh, you know, uh, Homeland Security is still working on on figuring out whether he's a documented resident, and I'm like, well. To me, it seems like that would be something resembling a Google search for you guys. So if you haven't found out after 24 hours, then pretty much that confirms it. Yeah. You can find more of that podcast on 1819news.com under the podcast tab. If you're enjoying The Daily Detail, remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or other apps. And as an end of report reminder and encouragement, remember for every bad actor that makes it to the headlines in the news, there are millions of others who are doing the right thing each and every day, whether it's reported on or not. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again on Monday. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 